give the Lord a big hand. Give the Lord a big hand. Hallelujah. Praise God. We have a lot of reason to celebrate. It has been 26 years of God's goodness. Hallelujah. God is a good God. 26 years of His faithfulness, of His mercy, of His goodness, of His favor. Come on, let's celebrate our God. Let's celebrate. Amen. To dance is not easier. That's more dance that I dance. I felt it. Praise God. Are you excited? <laughs> Just in case there's someone that does not know, today we're celebrating 26 years of this function. It's not, it's not everybody that got a vision that was able to start. It's not everybody that started that was able to last. And it's not everybody that lasted that had a lasting testimony. But we started, we lasted, and we have a lasting testimony. God is a good God. And I pray for everyone that is, that is celebrating, serving, working with this vision. The same way God has kept us, he will keep you. The same way God has blessed us, he will bless you. As he's opening doors for us, he will open for you too. That vision, that career, that business, that idea that God has given you, you will constantly celebrate over it in the name of Jesus. You too will outlast 26 years. It will be full of testimony, full of breakthrough, full of blessing in the name of Jesus. And the same way God told us 26 years ago, that as David never lost a battle, so will his work with us be. I pray for every single one of you. That same covenant will speak over your life. You too will not lose a battle. Wherever you go, wherever you turn, victory will be your portion. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, let's jam our hands together. Hallelujah. Please take your seats. 26 years ago, God spoke to me and said, you shall start a youth fellowship. Then we started as a youth fellowship. He said, you will start a youth fellowship and it shall be called David's Christian Center. And we said, why? He said, because as David never lost a battle, 
so will my work with you be. We didn't just start a ministry because it was common. We started because God asked us to start. And one thing you need to know about God is that for him to start that vision, it was you that he had in mind. It was you he had in mind. And I'm decreeing today, you will enjoy victory in your life in the name of Jesus. Continuous victory, total victory in every area of life. That will be your portion in Jesus' name. Um, this morning, by the way, how many of you enjoyed last Sunday? Did you enjoy last Sunday? Hallelujah. Your breakthrough is settled in every area. Um, this morning, um, our oldest staff, in the first service, we appreciated the long-serving staff, people that have worked in the church office for 12, 13, 14 years. We appreciated them. You can still clap for them if you want. We appreciated them. Um, I don't know if you have their pictures. Do you have their picture? Gideon, where's Gideon? Kendricks. They are working hard to make it happen. So we, we appreciated people that have worked here on staff. You know, many times we appreciate the senior pastor, but we don't know that there are always people behind the scenes putting in the work. So we appreciated them. Manifest um, um, service. Do you... Okay. Um, okay. So while they are still working hard, uh, this morning, today is a celebration service, so we are not, I've been preaching for 26 years. It's not what I'm preaching today that will make the difference, so... Um, and I still have many more years. Uh, yes. Yes. But this morning, to share a short testimony with us um, of her own period of serving, she's our original oldest staff because she has been on staff for 17 years. Yes. She joined staff when she married me. As she married me, she became our oldest staff. She has been here for 17 years. And by the way, yesterday was our wedding anniversary. 17 years wedding anniversary. And it doesn't feel like that. This small girl that I found on the street of Suleri. <laughs> In our father's street. So it's the street of Zulari. And carried her to my house for 17 years. And she has not run away. It means I'm, I'm not doing badly. She didn't run for 17 years. <laughs> and the, the two times she tried to run, we locked the gate. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. 
Uh, she's going to share some in 10 or so minutes, some part of her own story. Please, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Pastor Mildred. God. Can we celebrate the gift of God that is Pastor King? Davis Christian Center, I know you can do better than that. You've heard him preach one sermon that has changed your life. He has spoken over you, he has prayed for you. Hallelujah. And then celebrate yourself and then be seated in God's presence this morning. Praise God. So yes, I have been here for 17 years. And I didn't plan to be here. I just finished my master's. I was trying to get a job in the UN. I had a plan for my life. Um, I wasn't planning to be in Nigeria. I was going to be in the UK and be spending pounds sterling. Yes, that currency that has a surname. But apparently God had other plans. So while I was waiting to get my job, Pastor Kay said, just come into the office now and just be helping us there. And after 17 years, I'm still coming to the office and just helping them there. <laughs> At some point, God said to me, you will serve no other gods. So I knew that I wasn't going to get any other job but this one. So I just packed up my master's, packed up my CV, and just focused on doing God's work. And we are still here doing it, and God has been faithful. <laughs> God has been faithful. So I'm going to start with a scripture just because um, some people will say they came to church and we didn't read the Bible today. So I'll just give you the scripture, then I'm going to share um, my experience and my journey. This is here, I've been 26 years. I came in the ninth year, and I've been here ever since. So let's start with 1 Samuel 17 from verse 34 to 36. Verse 34, and I'm reading the New American Standard Bible. If you don't have it, it's okay. It says, but David said to Saul, your servant was tending his father's sheep when a lion or a bear came and took a sheep from the flock. I went out after it and attacked it and rescued the sheep from its mouth. And when it rose up against me, I grabbed it by its mane and struck it and killed it. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, since he has defied the armies of the living God. Why I started with this scripture is because if you remember what God has done in helping you with the lions and the bears, then Goliath is nothing. So what God has done in the past is usually a testament to the things that he can do for you in the future. So I'm here to talk about the last 17 years because I know that the next 17 years will be much greater. The journey has been 26 years, and I know that the next 26 will be much better because God's word is clear. It says that we will go from glory to glory. So when I joined um, David's Christian Center, they were in their ninth year, and they had moved, they had made quite a tremendous amount of growth. So they had moved from Pastor Case Palo. The ministry started in Pastor Case Palo in 1996 with just six people. They had moved from there. Um, and then they had moved to the kiosk on 24 Road, right? I'll be 23. I can't remember now. Where's the kiosk? 23 Road. No, no, no. 
Don't know the history of your church. All of you are looking at me. I wasn't here then, so let me say the one I can say. So yes. So they moved from, to the kiosk. I should be pointing to this place. 71 Road. Anyway, in Festac. They shall move to this tiny place that you can see. But it was a great improvement because moving from six people to a place that could sit maybe about 10 people. Yeah, about 10 people. Because I've been there and I've entered the kiosk before. It's really, it's, it will make you cry to see where God has brought us from. And then they moved from here, I believe, to Jemgi, and then from Jemgi to the open, open field, yes, the open field, YMCA. And then from there, they moved to Festac Plaza. So when I joined, they were, this was their church office, but after Festac Plaza, they had moved to Rochester Gardens. So I joined at Rochester Gardens. And one thing about Davis Christian Center is that we've never been stagnant. We've moved, always moved from glory to glory. When I came, the ministry well, was doing well in terms of people, but was not doing so well in terms of finances. So I remember there was one particular LDM that we had, because when I came on board, we now started LDM. They used to do LDS, but when we now got married, we now changed it to LDM. I remember there was one LDM we did, and the place was jammed with about almost 2,000 people. Ah. The offering of that day, I don't think I'm allowed to say it, but the offering of that day, if you take your friend out to Mega Plaza, a uh, Mega Chicken, rather, and you eat a meal and drink some Coke, the offering are finished. That's where I'm going with it. So we didn't really have that kind of money, but one thing I know Pasquet had was he had faith. We didn't have the finances, but he had faith. And so Pastor K would still come up with crazy dreams. <laughs> uh, raising the money for our, off, for our rent at the time in Rochester Garden was a big deal. I remember one particular midweek service. After we finished the service, I was newly married at the time. I think we, we were owing rent in Rochester. They now locked the gates. Plus church members' cow, plus pastor's cow. Plus <laughs> all of us, they locked all our cars in there. Uh, and some were able to wiggle out of it so that all the members' cars could be let. Then our car was there. And then we did a romantic walk home. <laughs> um, even at home, we could barely eat. But Pasquet was still pushing for big things. He knew that we were not called to be small. He knew we were not called to be ordinary. So there were days where even <laughs> toothpaste, we we'll press the toothpaste, Pastor K, I will hold the toothbrushes, then Pastor K, because he's the one that is stronger, will now fold the toothpaste, now press it with his power. Then after we press it, then we will now cut it. They will now be using to scoop, and scoop it ahead to brush. Then we used to use tablet soap then. So if the soap finish, me, when I, where I grew up, if soap finish, you know there's a small one that remains, you throw it away. Pastor K say, eh? You don't throw it away. You'll be gumming it till... <laughs> It becomes one big soap, and we now have soap to use again. And interestingly, there was, those were trying times, but we didn't, we didn't feel it because we knew that it was a going through. We knew that this wasn't where we were going to end. We knew. We're very clear on that. So along the line, Pasquet came up with this dream that God gave him a word that he should go on TV. Sir, we have no eats. Once I go to television, and I, when I was much younger, I worked in TV, I worked with DBN television, and I know that anything television is money. If you just do, <coughs> you've collected money, first of all, you will shoot, it's money. 
you will edit his money. Then to edit his money. And so, one thing I've also learned about Pastor K over the years, and I mean, a lot of the things I would say is pretty much about him because the truth of the matter is that when God wants to do a thing, he usually picks a man. And so the vision of David's Vision Center, whether we like it or not, was given to this man. And God said, as David never lost a battle, so will I walk with you. So when we wanted to go on TV, then we couldn't even afford it. But one of the things I've learned from Pastor K is to always spy the land. Just like the Israelites, God wanted to give them any land. He would send them in. He would say, go and look at it. Go and see the people that are there. Go and see those that are doing it. So we, went, we sat down a couple of Sunday afternoons and we watched TV to see people who were doing what we wanted to do. We saw one man. We first went to that man. The man said, no, television, you're too young. It's too expensive. Ah, even me, I'm not doing... Uh, you want, How many minutes do you want to do? 30 minutes? Ah, no, 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 no. Even me, I'm doing five minutes. On this plot, it is very expensive. It will strain your ministry. We left us and say, mm, no, 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 no. This man is not talking to my spirit. And then we, we now discovered, that's when we discovered Pastor Poju Oyemade. Um, and then we went to see him. And when we went to see him, of course, we went with a seed. And we spoke to him, introduced ourselves, and he told us, oh, go, TV, go on TV. It has changed my ministry, encouraged us. Say, go, don't worry, just go. And then when we got, so Pasuke and I, we sold the seed to him. And then we, when, we, when we got home, um, Pasuke and I agreed. And that's one thing I've also learned from Pasuke, just to take the word for what it is. Don't add to it, don't remove from it. If God says something, believe it and act on it. And the word of God says, if two shall agree as touching anything. Say, we are the ones that add prayer. Say, agreement prayer. He said, if you agree. So we just go home. He said, do you agree we're going to go on TV? I say, I agree. Do you agree it's going to be Sunday? I say, I agree. Sunday after service, I agree. And we agreed. And that was it. And then a slot opened up, right, interestingly, after Pastor Perdue's program. And that's how we got on TV. And from the minute we got on TV, things took a different turn for our ministry. Became more visible. People began to know David's Christian Center. People began to know Pastor Kingsley. It became, but even through all of that, the money was not still looking like it. I remember that they even offered to pay me a salary when I first joined. Um, at the end of the month, Pastor K will ask Pastor Peter, um, do we have money to pay? Pastor Peter will say, um, not right now. Because Pastor Peter will never say, we don't have money. That's it. No negative confession in our office. We can never say that. We say, not right now. We're working on it. And Pastor K will say, oh, what do we need to, what are the bills? And they say, okay, this, this, this. Pastor Miller salary say she has sewn it. And I'll be standing behind him like, son, I'm even get salary. I'm for like to know whether I go sow this money. But it's like you are kind of doing a lot more than I would have planned to do, sir. At least make I sow half, my whole something. And so for years, I worked without being paid a salary. And it wasn't alien to him because he wasn't being paid a salary. So first the way they sow your salary, you know they collect. At least you get to sow. He go first believe he own before he goes. So, so you know, it just seemed... Like, he was just a man on an assignment. He was clear that there was something we are doing. So we stayed in Rochester for a bit, but because we had now become a bit popular on TV, people now started coming to the ministry. Now, the challenge with that is space. And so Pastor now had this dream again that God said we should move to Jams Base. Now, Rochester was holding just um, about 350 people. We're doing three services at, at, at Rochester. And the basket says we should move to Jams Base. Jams Base was maybe about three times 
what Rochester was. It was much, much bigger. And as usual, we'll go and spy the land. So we got into the place, entered. When I looked at the place, first of all, ah, my heart got to. And then the rent for Rochester was about 450000 a year. The rent for Jams Base was $4.5 million. And Pasuki was negotiating with confidence. And then they told us, so we had to pay. So he asked Pastor P, what's in the account? Pastor P said there was 45,000 naira. Pastor K said, what can that do? He said, it's enough to do flyers. He said, do flyers. I said, so you're doing flyers to somebody's property you never pay for. And we moved by faith. And you see, that's the thing. Once you are a man with a vision, you are ready to pay whatever price. So we just kept moving. Money or not, money never dictated our dreams, never determined anything. So we moved from um, there to Jams Base. We were in Jams Base. We were even doing two services, Abby. We were okay. Everybody was fine. September 1st, 2008, Pastor Peter, who, was, who worked with, who started the ministry with Pastor King, now passed on, went to be with the Lord. And I even felt like at least that would be a bit discouraging for Pastor K. I still remember how Pastor K even announced it. And that's one thing I've learned. To, you must keep joy. In, if you need faith to walk, there must be joy in that atmosphere. Because it is with joy that we draw from the world. So even that period was supposed to be a discouraging period. Because Pastor Peter had just passed on. And Pastor Peter was ev- literally everything. was the engine room. You know, his job was to do everything behind the scenes so Pastor K could have time to study and bring us the word. So Pastor K was never stressed. <sighs> Pastor P now passed on. He came to church that day. Midweek service, me, I had cried my eyes. My eyes were swollen short from crying. Pastor K came, just finished preaching. I said, oh, Pastor, by the way, Pastor P has gone to be with, he has gone home to be with the Lord, praise God, and just continue his message. People who were in service were asking, did you say Pastor P died? Did you say Pastor P? Where did Pastor P travel? Pastor, you know? And then we did a major praise service for Pastor P. But everything was still moving fine. And then the first set of betrayals started. Um, we came to church one day. All our pastors had left. At a very trying time like that, all the pastors had left. Um, Pastor K kept moving. And then he taught me something. He said, people leave you not necessarily because you're a bad person. Because me, I was like, hey, people will say you're a bad person. How can your pastors leave? I was a bit in panic mode. And he was like, people left Jesus. Showed me the scriptures. That's why I say he's such a man of the word. Whatever the Bible says is what he takes. He just sat down with me and showed me the scriptures. That when Jesus preached a hard sermon, they left. He said, when you eat my flesh, drink my blood, they all left. Then he turned to his 12 and said, will you also go? And they said, where will we go? We have found the words of life. And he said, so don't worry about it. As far as God is with us, we'll keep moving. And he reminded me that as David never lost a battle, whether people are with you or not, he said the Lord is able to save whether by few or whether by many. So we'll keep moving. We kept moving. We moved from there. And then at some point, everything was okay. Basuki just woke up one morning and said, God said we should go and buy our own property. We're struggling to pay 4.5 a year. And they said we should come here and pay 70 million. 90, the tenth or 70, 90 million. <laughs> so it's not today, but I guess they're doing those crazy things. 
So he would stand in front of the mirror at home. Let me give you a little bit of inside, inside gist. He would stand in the mirror at home and practice saying it till he gets comfortable with it. 90 million. 90 million. <laughs> till he can say it. Because we're moving for 4.5 a year. Do you understand? Which we're paying small, small. We're stretching it. So telling people that they should bring money, let's buy property of 90 million. We moved by faith. We bought the property. We now started renting tents. It was that season that Pastor Maka came. She, she just got married last season. And every Saturday night, without fail, we are not sleeping. Pastor said, we send Amaka a message. Amaka, are you asleep? No, sir. It's okay because I'm going to sleep. <laughs> and Pastor K would sleep soundly. And be like, it, so I told him one day, I said, you can't be. Every, see, we are owing money. We are doing pretty project. Every, ah, there's battle everywhere. Are you sleeping? He said, me and God cannot be awake at the same time. You see? I need you to understand the kind of pastor that you have. He's a man of deep faith and of the word. Never panicked one day. Always knew that our bills would be paid and they were always paid on time. God always showed up. We've never had to be disgraced. God always shows up right on time. And so we came to this property, bought this property, we started using that tent, and then we brought in this tent. I remember it was a whole ceremony because after that, Pastor Amaka and I could not sleep on Saturday because I remember the last Sunday under the tent. The rain was so bad that we all had to hold the tent. Everybody had to find where to hold the tent because, and we were holding it, but there were holes. Rain was pouring holes through it. It was so bad. When we moved here, our shoes, all the ladies, I don't know how many people were here, and all our shoes got bad. But somehow God was faithful. We moved into this place and set up this tent and we started having service. Everything was okay. Then Pastor K came again. That God said we should go to the island. Sir, did you not really used to tire? Can we not rest? We moved to the island. First got to Zazi Grill. From Zazi Grill, we went to... Um, to, no, they went to Legacy Place, then we went to Civic Center, and then one day, they annoyed us at Civic Center because they came and said they had increased the rent, and we're struggling to pay it. I can't even lie about that, but God always showed up. Pasoke came and said that we're going to, in fact, he's angry, we're going to buy our property, and announced that we're leaving this place, we're going to buy our property on the island. <laughs> and so they came with the bill, it was $400 million. I was having my baby. I was not in town. I went to, so I went to um, buy something in a shop. Pasuke had, we had, I started saving some money at that time. We started making some own adjustments in our own life. Since we're getting better financially, we started saving. We had bought one, one land. I came back. Okay, so I was in America, and I want to, I, I really want to end there. The reason why I'm saying all these things is I want you to understand that if God gives you a vision, there will be sacrifices. There will be betrayals. There will be times when you need to really put in everything you have, but you have to keep believing that God will come through for you. So I was in America. Uh, we're just, things are just started looking up a bit. So I went to have my son. No, my daughter. My daughter in America. And I went to the shop. I packed, you know, first baby. They used to, you know, they used to do a summer. So I, I'm baby that waited for eight years. I was shopping, packing. I said, there's money in the accounts. All rubbish. Bring it. I gave them my card. I'm sorry, your card is declined. 
I said, put it again. It's duty bank that is cutting it. They said, I'm sorry, your card is declined. I know if you do any, they can cut that card. So I said, should give my card back. I said, oh, do you, would you like me to put it on layaway? I said, wait. So I pick my phone. I said, hello, honey. I said, they're saying my card is declined. I don't understand what's happening. He said, oh, sorry, I forgot to tell you. We're buying island property, so I sold all our money. The only thing that came out of my mouth was, I'm in America. I cannot not have money in America. I'm not paying my hospital bill. And I said, has God ever failed us? Immediately said that I kept my mouth shut. My bills were paid. We bought our island property. We came back. Pastor K had also sold the land here and sold it. He told the person to write the name of the property in church, on the check to church. And somehow... God has always, always shown up. We've never lacked anything. We've never borrowed. We've never begged to do ministry in 26 years. And when we say that God has been faithful to us, it has also been because we have used our faith to place a demand on his faithfulness. I have seen God move because we have believed him. Every time Pastor K says, God told me to do something, we had to stand in faith for it. Yes, we will go and spy the land. We will go and do all those things. And we will sow seeds when necessary. But he always would tell me something. Because God said it, you will know the next immediate step to take. So either we had money just for flyers, or we had money to rent the hall, or we had money for chairs. And even doing global things like LDM that just happened last week in the UK was a faith move because that meeting cost us so much and we didn't know how we we're going to do it but God raised men, raised resources and made everything happen. Why? Because we used our faith to pull on God's faithfulness. And this morning, the reason why I came up to share all of that is not because I want to brag about the blessing of God. Uh, God has now blessed us. We can afford some things. But I'm trying to tell you that the same God is rich unto all. So if you can do it for Davis Christian Center, I guarantee you that the same thing will happen in your life. We've never had a better last year. Never. And that's the same covenant that you carry. You can never have a better last year. You will go from glory to glory. You will go from strength to strength. You will never be stranded. The same way that God has sent us men and women to help us. We have had people hold our hands up. It's the same way I'm sure that God will send men and women to help you. The same way God has built us platforms. Even when they don't like us, they fear us. God has continually enlarged us before people's eyes. It's the same way I know that I don't care who speaks against you in your office. God will cause you to be enlarged in their eyes in the mighty name of Jesus. You will stand out everywhere you go. We have gone to places that we didn't even know people would know us. I was on a plane this last weekend and an Indonesian air hostess came to meet me. That please, are you that pastor that teaches relationships or YouTube? Indonesian. We walk on the street and people are running after. I was in the mall. Somebody ran after me to give me pounds. The same way I'm telling you that this same God who has given us this covenant that has taken us global will make the thing that you do go global as well in the name of Jesus. We have never struggled. Never. We have never been stranded. We have never felt abandoned by God. I declare this same covenant will speak for you in the name of Jesus. Everywhere you go, God will raise you help. 
the team that ran this last LDM for us, we didn't know any of them. God raised people from everywhere. I'm not even saying it was DCC, London people. No, I'm saying people we did not even know that maybe heard our name, watch a YouTube video, they came out. We had volunteers. How many volunteers do we have? We had almost 200 volunteers of people that were not from DCCO, people from outside. I'm telling you that God will raise helpers for you everywhere you go in the name of Jesus. That thing in your hand that looks like it's small. David's Christian Center started with just six people. Look what the Lord has done. I said, look what the Lord has done. That is why I know like I know my name, that this is the smallest you ever be in your life. From today, when you speak, God will amplify your voice. People will come from far and wide to meet with you and they will help you in the mighty name of Jesus. Before I hand over this mic, I want us to do something this morning. This morning, I want you to please help me. Let's pray for the man that God has used to bless us. I don't know about you, but my coming to DCC changed my life. It changed my life. Like they say, now who know me before? It changed my life. The word that I've heard here has transformed my character. It has transformed my health. It gave me my babies. I had some tough training under this man. I was telling them yesterday when I first got married, I used to, used to still bleed a lot. I was very ill and all that. And there was one particular night just before service. It was a Saturday night. I came down crawling. I was in so much pain. I crawled down the stairs. I was bleeding. And my husband came downstairs. He didn't even follow me. He didn't do all those things, but he came downstairs. And he gave me a small book. Hear and be healed by Kenny Higgin. And he said, you better fix this because we don't have the money. He gave it to me. So we don't have money for hospital. Not that we don't have money. He said, we don't have money for hospital. He gave me the book. And he went up and I remember that day thinking to myself, is this marriage? What kind of wickedness is this? This man can see I'm in pain like this. He came to give me Christian book and he went to sleep. My husband slept. It is that place that I decided I'm on my own in this and I have to help myself. That today has made me the woman of faith that I am. And because of that single act, I learned how to trust God for my miracles. By the next morning I was healed, I was in church. Today I have three children by that singular act. You can't tell me that you've been here 26 years, 10 years, 5 years and your life has not been changed. If you are here and it has not happened and there's something wrong with you and not with God. Because the word that they taught in this house is a good word. It's a very good word. A word you can use for your health, for your business, for your job. It can change your life completely for your marriage, for raising your children. So this morning, I want us to just speak a word of prayer over this man. The Bible says that the oil flows from the head down his, his beard to his skirts. That's how it touches us. So anything you are praying for him this morning, I want you to understand that you're praying for yourself. That as God is blessing him, God has to bless you. As God is lifting him, God has to lift you. As God is healing him, God has to heal you. Everything that you see evident in his life can be in your life. So I want to just take one minute. That's all I'm asking, one minute. I'm not doing more than that. Why don't you just spread your hands towards him. Stretch your hands towards him and let's just speak a word of prayer. He will not die. Ah, 
Speak a word, speak over his finances, speak over his children, speak over his ministry to the world. And Akaya Leke Dishata, I know he sent to the body. Oh, Dadakiala Kadosha Talia Mande Ten seconds more. Mandakale Gedesha. You can still sneak in a blessing right there. Oh, Malada di Kadosa. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for your son. And by extension, we thank you for David's Christian Center. Thank you for being our God. For keeping your word. For being a God we can trust. Thank you for taking us every step of the way. From moving us from the parlor to the kiosk, to Jemgi, to the open field, to, to Rochester, to Jams Bays to this place and then to the island. Father, we're grateful. Thank you for moving us to the world. You've moved us even to places that our feet may never enter, but our voice has been enlarged. Lord, I pray, oh God, that this thing you've begun, you'll be faithful to finish it, even to the day of Christ's return. I pray that many more will come to learn at his feet in the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, that everything his hand finds to do will prosper. I pray that you will send him helpers of destiny. I pray that his voice will not be silenced. I declare your voice will not be silenced. Pastor okay, your voice will not be silenced in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. For in Jesus' name we pray. Come on, celebrate God this morning. Hallelujah. You can do better than that. You can do better. You can do better.